Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 80, the review for John Wick chapter 3, Parabellum. I am your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And it is review time once again. I know we said we were going to do that whole Sonic thing, but I still need a little bit more time to work on that. And plus, John Wick couldn't wait. As you could see from the title of this episode, we are talking about John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. And yeah, man, there's a lot to get into. I am very excited to talk about this film, but before we get into the review... We gotta talk about some background details. Now, back in, I believe it was 2014, the first John Wick came out. And before the film came out, I think people were interested just to see what was going on with Keanu Reeves, but it, there wasn't really that much hype about it. Apparently, as far as I remember, the marketing for the film didn't kick in until just a few weeks before the film came out, which was mental. But I thought, you know what, it looks kinda cool. But then after the film came out, word of mouth spread like wildfire. Bear people saying, oh yeah, man, John Wick is real cool, really good, really good. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm still not overly interested in it, but, you know, I'm happy that people actually like the film. I understood the general gist of it because by the time I got around to seeing it, I already knew what the plot was. A revenge thriller based on the fact that a man's dog was killed. And, you know, I wasn't overly attached to that, like, you know, plot element just because I'm not a animal person. And let me, you know, rephrase that just before people start attacking me. I like animals, I've just never been allowed to own them, so I don't have that same sort of affection for dogs, cats, and other sorts of pets that most other people have, but I can understand the sentiment. But yeah, I think I ended up seeing the first one not too long before the second film came out, and I was like, you know what, it's pretty good. The action is really solid, it's nice, it has like a sense of interest with the story and its characters and this whole world of assassins and the Continental. That was some pretty cool stuff. So when the second film was coming around, I was like, yo, these trailers look cool. There's a few extra actors and actresses I'd known in this film as opposed to the first one. And um, yeah, my boy Com was in there. And I know there's some people that just like to discover, but I like that dude, man. He's, I like it when he shows up in movies. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in. And then I saw John Wick Chapter 2 and I was like, mate, that film was bonkers. What sort of nonsense, foolishness, amazing action craziness was that i have never had such a fun time in the cinema well actually that's a lie i've had multiple fun times in the cinema since 2017 but that was one of my highlights of the year just because of how well executed that film was both in its style and just overall presentation and the way in which it handled its characters and its action sequences which had like this really fine line between seriousness and you know just absurd foolishness that film was just so stupid but just in the best kind of way so when the, obviously when the second film ended in the way in which it did, I was like, yo, there's got to be a third one. And I've been patiently waiting to see what's going on. And I'm not going to lie, the marketing for the film, while good, I was just like, yeah, whatever, you know. I think it's just because Endgame was just in my eyeline for ages and that was my main concern. But after seeing Endgame twice and that was whole thing that was done, I was like, okay, what's the next major release? Oh yeah, John Wick, got to see that film, got to see that film. And with the early hype 
behind the film prior to its release, I think about two weeks out, I was like, okay, now I'm getting in John Wick kind of mood. So I ended up seeing the film, I believe it was yesterday. Sorry, my concept at the time is awful. And mate, mate, there's so much I want to say about this film. So much spoiler-based things I want to say, but I'm not going to do that because I am not that kind of guy. But yeah, with this review, we're going to do as we always do, talk about the story, characters, presentation, and then the conclusion. So strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. You might hear this host get a little crazy. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's jump in. Alright, so let's start with that plot, and it can be summed up as the following. Super Assassin John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassin's Guild, and with a 14 million prize tag on his head, he is a target of all the hit men and women everywhere. And that is a way for me to summarize the plot without going into the area of spoilers. And let me just say that this film is a lot of fun. It is bloody insane, and it gives you more of what you liked than the last two films, but it has so much more on top. Now, I love how, just like in the last film, Chapter 3 expands upon the lore of his world and characters. We learn more about John, his ties to other people and places he's connected to in the past. We also gain insight into other significant individuals and learn about the rules and code of conduct of the Continental, the High Table, and the chain of command who outranked that establishment as well. And all of this material is so fascinating and cool and really helps reinforce how interesting and intriguing this world is and it helps expand the scope of it to just new heights. The whole world of assassins was fairly interesting in the first film and it was expanded upon with chapter 2 but chapter 3 really fleshes out this world that adds more, reinforces how cool it is and still keeps enough mystery that you want to keep learning so it doesn't peel away everything so that you know the whole curtain is pulled away and there's nothing left to learn because there's still so much to learn. But it's done in a really cool way which just has enough for you to learn but still keep that air of mystery around, you know? And one of the most impressive things about this film for me was its ability to stay serious but still balance it out with the absurdity and the humour. You can go from cringing at some of the crazy action sequences one moment but then be laughing at the next and this film rides this really fine line between being taken seriously and just being completely over the top. And it also like how at times this film felt like a fun action film from the 90s with that sort of crazy cheesiness going on but it also could be quite engaging and had a certain level of depth to its story and characters and that's the really crazy thing about these John Wick films that especially with the last two the amount of extra story mythology and you know character development that's been going on is far more than any other action series or action films that have been out in you know recent years and you know action films don't have to have depth they just have to have you know likable characters with really good action sequences and maybe some good quotes here and there but the John Wick series is proving that you can have story and substance to the uh, visual presentation and I love that very very much and like I said before this film is really funny there are some really hilarious moments scattered out and they are placed at just the right time and it's really really good is there anything I didn't like about the story? Well, I would say some of the pacing felt a little long, about two-thirds into the way of the film. And there were certain times where there were certain things that happened which either could have been, you know, sped up or, you know, was it cut 
a few little minutes here and there which could have helped you know was it speed up the runtime but that's just me but other than that I had a really good time with this plot it was really fun engaging and interesting learned so much more about like this world like I said before and it definitely left the door open for another installment and you know what I'm down for that I want in so yeah I am hyped to see where this goes Alright, and now it's time to talk about the cast, and my gosh did they all do such a great job. Everybody in this film had a moment to shine, they all served a purpose, and they were all fab. I don't really have much bad to say about anybody, but since there is so many people to talk about, I will try to go through them as quickly as possible. So, firstly you have Keanu Reeves as John Wick, and let me just say, Reeves is great. This role was made for him and he has honestly just gotten better with each film. In this film we get to see him throw down, mess some people up and while there's still a lot of mystery behind him and who he is we get to learn a little bit more about him, some of his origins and some of the connections that he has with people in this film sort of inform us about who he is and I really like learning more about him. Besides the fact that he's just this boogeyman who seems really tough to kill and while he's not invincible, every time it looks like he's in a bad situation, he seems to find another way just to get out of it. And you're like, how? And in this film, I sort of learned a little bit more about him to the point where I'm like, okay, I can see how in the past you would have learned how to become a person like you are right now. And there's just these nice little subtle moments where he has these conversations between people where you get to see a little bit more of the uh, emotional slash dramatic side of like a... Uh, Reeves acting performances and it's really good I really really like him in this role and he did the business especially when it came to those action scenes but we'll get to that in a bit Ian McShane as Winston I really like him he has been one of my favorite parts of these films so far and just seeing him you know have such a prominent role have to deal with the you know consequences of what happened in the last film and still have that smug interesting you know witty demeanor that he has is just really good also, Mark Dacascos as Zero, he was great. He was this really interesting martial arts related assassin and he had so many great moments in the film. Not only in terms of his action sequences, but some of his interactions with John Wick was really, really good and really funny. He added a lot of, uh, you know, the comic relief to the film and just helped liven the mood on a few occasions, but he was super serious as well. Really good stuff. Lawrence Fishburne, his return at the Brewery King was, was amazing. His character is just so large in life and charismatic and really, you know, strange. You're just not quite sure what's going on in this guy's head, but you can tell that Fishburne's having a good time playing this role. It's a good time. Next up, we have Asia Kate Dillon as the adjudicator, and good gravy. She just felt like one of those annoying auditors that, you know, show up at your workplace to check that everything's going right, and if nothing's going right, then you know you're in trouble essentially but yeah she's essentially a person from the high table that came down just to make sure that certain things were going according to plan and that you know John Wick was essentially gonna die and oh my gosh I really hated this woman but that just helps because she had a really well written role and she handled her role really well she was a no-nonsense by the book kind of person that just took no crap from nobody and she always had this sort of confidence slash smugness about her that just Mm, made me angry but she played her role fairly well and then there's Halle Berry's Sophia and all I have to say is thank god this role was good for her because this was probably my favorite role I've seen from her in years now don't get me wrong Halle Berry she's an actress I like very much but let's be real she hasn't had a significant role in a film like this where she's really been able to you know 
not only flex like you know some of the acting skills but also be able to throw down in an action sense and sure she showed up in X-Men Days of Future Past and she's had a few notable roles here and there but this is the first film role that I've seen from her in ages where I'm just like yes Hallie get it do your thing and she was really good because in this film we have this character who has a you know significant tie to John she has her own like you know little environment that she happens to reside upon and has two dogs that she can you know sick on people on command which is really impressive and I like this character she's tough she has a lot of like you know is it issues as well not only with John but like some stuff that's happened in her past and she was so tough and so cool and I appreciate how much Barry was on the screen to actually do a lot of the firefights and you know some of the uh, actual stunt work there's some stuff where she's jumping and flipping on people and stuff and I'm like yo that's actually her because the cool thing about the way in which the film was shot was that you can see most of the actors on screen doing their stuff and besides certain cuts you can see when it's like you know a body double and when it isn't and in this case I could see her doing a good chunk of the stunts that she had on screen so I'm like yes Hallie, finally, I'm so happy with what you've done in this film. I am pleased. Also, you happen to have Lance Reddick as Charon or Sharon. I honestly don't know how to say his name, but he's basically the concierge of the Continental in New York, and I love this guy. I mean, sure, I have a little bit of a bias because I've always been a fan of like Reddick since he was in Fringe, but he's been one of my favorite guys who just has this nice, calm demeanor all the time. He always seems to know what's going on and can help someone out when the right time comes along and he had a little bit more of a significant role in this film and I just enjoyed every time he was on screen I was pleased Angelica Houston as the director she was part of this other you know faction and I believe they were Russian and she was great her ties to John Wick and you know their whole little organization was fairly interesting and it was again a nice little expansion of the world Houston fit into this film so well and I really hope that she returns either in you know a future John Wick film or in the Continental if she could make an appearance in that that'd be great and then there was just a whole lot of other really great performances from other characters involved which I will not ruin because it would just be fun to see them in the film but needless to say everybody was put to good use alright and now it's coming to my favorite part to talk about the presentation and boy Hype! Oh my gosh, this film is all sorts of filth, insane, beautiful, and in insane again because this film is just so well crafted in the visual and sound department. It's <laughs> I'm sort of gushing and freaking out at the same time, so I'm gonna have to try and form sentences. So you know, bear with me for a few seconds, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah. One of the things I've always liked about the John Wick films, especially from chapter 1 to chapter 2, is this sense of escalation when it comes to the action sequences. You have really well choreographed action that utilizes not only, you know, was it people's abilities to jump, flip, use their hands and feet to try and beat the crap out of each other, but also utilize uh, makeshift weapons in their environment. So anything from, you know, a plate I guess to a book or you know was it maybe using someone's car or something like that to mash someone up is really really impressive stuff and this film more so than the last ones just goes balls to the walls with this action stuff the things that these people end up using as weapons that you never thought you'd see used as a weapon in certain ways is mental is all sorts of filth 
and the action is shot so well you can see everything that's going on from several different angles but one of the things I like is how many long takes that they have with their action sequences you can see everything that's going on people jumping falling and getting back up all within a very long take the cuts are really well done and they're not quick cuts so you can't see what's going on the camera focuses in on the action so you can see exactly what's going on like I said before I also like how again there's people using these crazy weapons here and there and it's just the kills the kills man ah oh. some of the way in which these people get destroyed is some of the most filth I've seen since the raid movies the crunch the damage the filth the feel for some of these kills man oh my gosh and I have to give it up to the sound designers the people who worked on the sound design and editing the effects for when these people's bodies get broken people get stabbed the gunshots the impact you can feel it and the sound definitely helps it amplifies what happens on screen which makes you just go ooh ah and oh you could hear the audience sort of like you know it was just audibly cringe when some of these things went down some of these kills were so fantastically choreographed so filth and yes it has to be said that you know if you're not into violence then obviously I don't know why you'd be interested in hearing my review for this or wanting to watch these films these films have always been a tad violent and this one is probably the most violent of the three but it's done in a way where it works within the context of this world these are assassins these people have all been trained to kill each other in various different ways so there is obviously going to be very creative ways for people to go about and kill each other and they're not doing it by halves they want their money so they're going to go about and do the job properly and oh my gosh it just looks so good and I really really appreciate the fact that they had so many proper martial arts people in this film now yes a number of them are Asian and a few of them happen to be from the raid as well or at least one of them was but I appreciate seeing really well choreographed martial arts in a film and this was some of the best the speed the movement the flips the kicks the punches the use of weaponry it was amazing and again as someone that really likes that stuff it pleased the soul to see it being put together in such a really good way this is martial arts fine ass material mm. and then I also have to mention film wise how great this film looks with the use of different locations both in America but then when we go to areas like Morocco and stuff like that they're really well lit there's some really great landscape shots of all these different environments and the use of color and lighting for some of these sequences looks so good there's some really interesting use of color in certain segments and then towards the end of the film there's a certain sequence that reminds me of the you know was it room of mirrors from enter the dragon and it's so well choreographed and nicely lit and you know filmed really well it looks really nice there's just so many nicely well put bits in this film and yeah, one other thing I'll say about the action sequences are that some of them did feel like they went on a little too long, and that was one of my issues with uh, you know the raid movies was because for as good as those films looked and the action was going on, sometimes the fights did feel like they were dragging on a little bit and could have been shaved off by a minute or two. And there is one action sequence where it does feel a little long, but again it's minor nitpicks beyond that the film just looks great it's really well done and I just enjoy seeing these different environments that added a different flavor to what we've seen in these films from before 
and then there is the film score and I thought the music for this film was pretty good it wasn't something that I remember outside of the film but it definitely helped amplify the action in there and it was done by uh, Tyler Bates and Joel J. Richard and I think they did a good job like you know just creating something that was pulse pounding impactful and again just helped like uh, you know amplify what was happening on screen alright and now it's time for the conclusion and if you couldn't tell already I actually quite like John Wick chapter 3 a lot it was just a good time in the cinema and you know I can't ask for more than that this film just flipped the switch and you know just accesses a certain part of my brain where it just responds to this kind of stuff the action the characters the world everything coalesced in this really great way to provide a film that was just so fun so entertaining and again this is my jam baby now I know there's a lot of people that weren't as keen on chapter 2 as they were the first one I think it's just because the first one when it first came around was you know such a big surprise and I can understand that but honestly I felt that John Wick 1 and 2 were sort of on par although I kinda like John Wick chapter 2 a lot more just because of the more absurd nature of some of the action sequences and the greater sense of scope that it was able to provide with the Continental and some of the other World of Assassins business and that ending which was just crazy good but this film I think might actually be the best of the set just because the action was so well done the extra layers that they added on top of like you know was this world of assassination which was just so good the performances of everybody involved was really really solid and yet this, again this film was just so fun and good and intense and crazy and absurd and good it's just good stuff I will watch this film again as soon as I can because it's really good and if you like these films at least the last two then check it out you owe it to yourself man you'll have a good time I guarantee it and if you didn't then you know don't come to me asking about it but anyway what did you guys think of John Wick chapter 3 if you've seen it let me know what you think in the comment section below or holler at me on Twitter where I'm at hypersonic 55 or at filmfocus55 or you can holler at me via the email thehypersonic555 at gmail.com be sure to check out the Facebook page for Film Focus or you know check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes any sort of you know criticism you have I am open to it Join the crew, subscribe, and um, yeah, leave me some ratings. That'd be great. Anyway, this is another episode of Film Focus drawing to a close. Thank you for listening as always, and until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace.